Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast Screenplayed. I am Chris Rocky, and I'm here with Brian Lee and Zach Woldridge. So if this is your first time joining us, uh, this is your sneak peek into every horrible writer's room in America. All the terrible movies and all the terrible shows you've ever seen, they start right here with us. If you're joining us for the first time, kind of how it works is we have one of us pitch a movie and then the rest of us just kind of fill in the blanks. All right. So, guys, what happened? The studio came in and they said, Rocky, we need a kung fu movie. Those used to be huge. You know, everybody loves a good kung fu movie. Jackie Chan, Jet Li, whatever we need. We need a new one for the modern era. Do you want a reaction or? Yeah, I do. Uh, um, hold on. Uh, let's rewind that a bit. Then uh, can you can you let me give me that lead in again? Uh, so the studio comes in and they just knocked on my door and they what said, studio? "Hey, are we talking Paramount? We need Warner the Brothers, studio. The studio we all Universal, work for. Disney. Yeah, they all. Uh, they Fox, literally all contract karate. us. They okay. all contract us. The CW and." Uh, the CW, yeah. You ever seen Riverdale? I write that. It would be a better show if we wrote it. It would be a better show if we wrote it. I want, I want that's, that known. That's the other podcast. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So yeah, keep your just, ears open, listeners. They, uh, and 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 listen for next week's episode of River Don't. Brian, that's a really good title. That's pretty good. Hey, if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, don't good. don't steal that idea. We've already got dibs on it, and that's legally binding. So we we have to record Riverdome before we we put this out. Obviously. All right, so Rocky, the studio comes in and they're like, "Hey, we need some more of those kung fu movies." Uh yeah, they're snapping a lot. I'm saying that's money, we'll baby. That's showbiz. Yeah, <laughs> that's money, baby. Uh, they got their big suits yeah, on, big, slick hair. Those those big kung fu stars like Bruce Lee and Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we need more of those guys. More, more, more kung fu action flicks. It's what the people need. They used a few unsavory terms that that are a bit racial. Yeah, it's because they're all boomers yeah, and they're, they're all. They're like. We want the squinty eyes and the flat shoes with no shoelaces and the baggy pants. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Is this describing a person? Yeah, everyone in China. <laughs> yeah, man. Circa 1700. Uh, Brian, which one it, of us has you know, been these to things China? Come, these things come back around, Brian, every 300 years. Yeah, fashion cyclical. I forgot that we're we're really feeling that 1720s vibe right now. I for one love the petticoats I'm seeing out and about uh, on, on the lake. What would you think if like if like powdered wigs just made a comeback? Well, hold on. Brian would think it's How stupid rock and roll until John Mayer be? started wearing one, and then Brian would be like, "I think I'm gonna get a powdered <laughs> wig today." Like, <laughs> that would be so rock and roll if Visvim made a made a powdered oh if Visvim or Capital or Blue Blue or something like dropped a collection with a powdered wig in it you'd be all about it you know what really yeah, was the death of the powdered the wig was the shower because like people would just wash their hair more and they were like we don't need wigs you're, we've got good not hair wrong I, I i mean i'm not gonna fact check that but i'm assuming that's the reason it sounds it good sounds enough good doesn't enough, it yeah. um like most of history it's based on what sounds good enough all right all right the studio's breathing down our neck what else did the, was the studio exec say to us? Well, you were here. I don't know why I need to explain that. You were, they were just in the yeah, you're right. um, with their sunglasses on and, and black suits snapping and finger gunning. Um, and they were like, yeah, we want we want the punches and the kicks. Uh, so we've got to do both. Oh, that's going to cost double. Uh, yeah, that's what I told them, but they're they're okay with it. Um, you know, so we're what, not, if, what if what about punches and kicks at the same time? Uh, from the same person? Can, has that been done before? Are we breaking new ground? Once. Once. Oh my god! It's gosh. what killed Bruce Lee. Oh shit! <laughs> um, he did. He did it, and he succeeded. It wasn't the prop gun. No, no, it was not. And then they did it again in the Crow, and that was real wild. Oh god! Because that was his son. And then in the movie Birdman, which was weird, <laughs> but it worked. How much are we going to charge them for flips, though? 
here here you know what here's the thing uh we're not money guys we're the idea guys you know That's so true. i'm gonna let we are I'm gonna not let money the, guys uh, at all absolutely not I, i'm gonna I'm let no uh, money the guy. production team handle that the production team can handle the budget on how much flips yeah wouldn't that be like the money guys who handle the budget not the production guys uh the money guys is my other podcast um what do you talk about on that show uh how much money i don't have he he usually talks about socialism but uh, yeah well they need their like token sense. socialist guy they basically just berate you and talk about supply side economics yeah but i hold my own uh so yeah they they want the punches and the kicks and and the flips good call zach i i kind of forgot about the flips you can't forget um, about the flips and then the uh they said they want a random breakdance battle that's strange Okay, so this is the so far what I'm getting is they they want a movie that's almost identical to La La Land. Is that is that what we're getting? I here? think so. There were plenty of punches in that one. I um, never saw La La Land, but I can only imagine there was like a pretty well choreographed fight scene in there. So to the to the listeners at home, I want you to know you're like they're doing a movie podcast and they haven't seen La La Land. That's the point. Um I don't believe in movies. Yeah, I I don't even know what movies are. Movies are against my religion, actually. I I, w- I would believe you. You're from Somerset, Kentucky. That makes wow. sense. Wow. <laughs> Just dunk on a whole town, why don't you? Damn. I mean, I'm also from Kentucky. I get dunked on all the time. It's just th- it's camaraderie. Uh, you get dunked on because you're short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is traditionally why most people get dunked. I don't on. know. Yes. A, lot, a lot of times, big guys get dunked on because they're trying to like contest the dunk, but. All right, so our kung fu movie. We need a we need a hero, well, a guy that you could say knows kung fu. So I'm gonna completely just jump over the protagonist because they're the least important part of the movie. Can David Spade be the kung fu master as a callback to Chris Farley's work in the Great Beverly Hills Ninja? Yeah, I think so. Zach, what about you? Yeah, I'm okay. fine with that. Done. And I don't think David Spade was David Spade in Beverly Hills Ninja. It's been uh, a long time since I I've think seen so. It. Weren't they all in all the movies together? Uh, no, Eddie Murphy was in that movie. That's Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Wait a minute, are those in the same universe? <laughs> they might be. <laughs> They're in the same the same Beverly Hills at the same time. Beverly Hills Cop is going on. Chris Farley is doing kickflips while kung fu fighting is playing. Okay, so David Spade is the kung fu master who's. T- David Spade is is the master who's teaching the protagonist. By. Mm-hmm. I think the protagonist. I think the protagonist should be fairly young. I'd say no older than twenty two. Um, okay, well we don't need to. We don't need to list a guy. We'll find a guy in casting. Um, Jaden Smith. I don't want to be racist or anything, but uh, Jade Smith. Well, he was in the Karate Kid, so like this is a spiritual sequel it's, it's to a, it. I do want to basically. Should should we should probably call him by his actual name, Sire? What? <laughs> it's oh, it's also name. like his Sire. second middle name. That makes sense. I. I would I would probably do that if if I if I was a rapper I would probably go by my middle name. I think David would would Young really David well features. I think there is a rapper named David. Sia uh, featuring David. But would you spell it like a certain way, <laughs> or would you use like? So the V would obviously be the sign for a yen, of course, which kind of looks like a. I mean, it's a Y. Obviously, yeah, that would be David. Yeah, David. That sounds better. That sounds Day-ed? modern. How about David? David. That's better. Okay. There should be an H in there. <laughs> dead. <laughs> and then eventually his name just becomes Day-ed. dead. It's like Khalid, but day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I was listening to Khalid today. I'll oh, be honest. okay. I got you. He's good. Um, the second album is really good, actually. I just listened to that. Yeah, shout out to but Khalid. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Big ups for Khalid for letting us use... All of his music for whatever we uh-huh. want. I really and his studio, that. that was really nice of him. <laughs> okay, so our Kung Fu movie, uh, it, it opens up in the streets of uh, Chinatown, San Francisco. It's raining. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, and then what happens in the rain will define our protagonist for the rest of the movie. And what, what happens in the rain? So the main bad guy. Big karate. His, That's his big name. Karate. Big karate. Big karate. Okay. <laughs> big karate. Yes. Is that a corporation or is that a person? Is is the guy's name he, like the big karate? He has a company named after himself. Big Karate LLC. <laughs> I see. Does he also have a school like Karate University? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Big Karate murders David Spade. I know we just cast him and we're killing him in the five minutes. Oh, is it like in Medias Res? Yeah, okay. I think so. All right. I think all good good kung fu movies start without any explanation and end basically the same way. So so David Spade is murdered by Big Karate. Mhm. Who is played by Half Thor Julius Bjornsson. Good night. Okay. Uh, His name is uh, Big yeah, Karate. Sure. <laughs> sure, you know what? I Set love in it. Stone. I, want a kung fu. Yeah, you know. I don't think I've ever wanted a kung fu movie where I could see Hopthor Bjornsson, I don't know, doing kickflips. I can't imagine that. I'd, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so big karate. So he kills him with. Murders David Spade. With but a in karate a very chop. Way. I want to make sure it's not brute force. This has to be tasteful. Kind of beautiful. Yeah, he's obviously wearing like a, like a white suit. Oh, that's badass. This is, this is bad. I love it. Um,. And he, he has to say something to David Spade, like, if only you could teach yourself to be stronger. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> somebody else. Uh, he says, um, it's something really cryptic. It's like, you thought I was just a cricket in your palm, but I have leapt out. Okay. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, you, oh, quick, quick question: Is this uh, is this in English or is this going to be a dubbed movie? Yes, I know we we talked about this before. So yes, um, either or. Yeah. You know what? I'll leave it's... that up to the director. Who should direct the movie? I thought Rocky um, was the director. Well, I'm just in charge. Of, I'm like the head writer. Oh, on the project. Um, I don't know. I, I I can't direct movies. Who do you think I am, Brian De Palma? Maybe. Okay, Brian De Palma. Is Brian De Palma, director. yeah. So, so Brian De Palma is directing this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, he decides, like he's he's my number one choice. So so Big Karate murders. Uh yeah, Big Karate murders David Spade. Yes. Right, right off, off the, the bat. Right off the bat. We I don't even I don't even I'm not sure if I want to know who the protagonist is until after the death. And then maybe they can show a little shot, a little panning shot. Mm-hmm. Goes to the side a little bit and the, the main character is hiding in the shadows. Yeah, but you just you hole. just see like an eyeball between two crates and like a like a beam of light coming through. Like that's all you see of him. Yeah. Is this set in modern times? Uh it's anachronistic. And- yeah, there you go. Are you implying that karate is timeless? <laughs> I am, Brian. Karate's been around for like yeah. a millennia. Ooh, actually, the main theme song. Can we have someone write a song called Karate is Timeless for the movie? Yeah, that sounds good. Khaled featuring <laughs> Housie. <laughs> the song is <laughs> Karate is Timeless. Um, okay, so he then used, I think like... used to chop me on the east side. Oh, all right. In the dojo. <laughs> I'm, trying to think. I'm trying to think of what it would be. Um, uh, Moby, Moby helps. He features okay. on the song. Ooh. Really he does big like the beat. Mo- yeah. mo- moment for God, Moby. Moby would, yeah. That would be a banger. Big comeback. I'm ready for this. Uh, for Moby. Okay, so uh, David Spade dies. And then I think we cut to like, you know, like beforehand. Um, and our protagonist is like, Working on the working at the docks of San Francisco, yeah. He's that. Things haven't gone his way in life, you know. He's kind of a blue collar worker, you know. Yeah, he's played by Tony Revolori. Who's that? Who is who is Tony Revolori? He was uh, the main guy in the Grand Budapest Hotel, and he plays Flash Thompson in Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, actually, I I kind of like that. Yeah, actually, is a good one. Yeah. 
He's uh he's twenty two, Brian. That hits the age range you were thinking. Okay, so Tony Revolori is the main character. I really do dig that. So yeah. So Tony has been and training. His name under is David Spade. Uh, his name is Jason. Derulo. Jason De Palma. <laughs> Jason De Palma. Yeah, that's his name. Jason Perfect. De Palma. <laughs> we just got to get as much. It, it couldn't have been anything else. Yeah, directing this as possible. Um, it really couldn't have. Uh, and yeah, David Spade teaches him kung fu. Uh, yeah, but I I think like uh, I think Jason. I don't know. Like I said, he's down on his luck, and then he sees like a flyer on the waterfront, like for this like kung fu guy. Like, hey, you want you want kung fu lessons? That's what the flyer <laughs> says. It just says kung, kung fu, fu guy, guy and then phone number. <laughs> kung fu guy. <laughs> Which is also David Spade's name in the movie. Yeah. His name is there's Big Karate and Kung Fu Kung Guy. Kung Fu Guy. Kung Fu G A I. Kung Fu Guy. Yeah, yeah. He thinks it's the name of the dojo, but it's it's the name of the man. Flashbacks. And the dojo. Flashbacks show us that that he comes to the dojo for the first time. He's like, "Hey, I'm I'm looking for for um the Kung Fu Guy dojo," and he's like, no, "I am Kung Fu Guy." <laughs> well, he thought he was registering his business, but it turns out he was actually changing his name at the courthouse, and he didn't realize <laughs> that's what he was doing. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm just imagining he like walks in, knocks on the door, and then David Spade's just kind of sitting there, and he's like, "You have entered the right dojo, young Padawan," <laughs> which is the other name of the that's, dojo. That's so. After he accidentally named himself Kung Fu Guy, he couldn't make the do- the dojo name that, so he just made it the right dojo. <laughs> because there's another one on it's the other like, side when you enter the building. Well, it's like football fields, the left know. dojo. That's the rival dojo. There's the left. <laughs> That's dojo. big karate's dojo. dojo. He started that dojo, got successful, and started a karate company. Whereas David Spade's character was was a failing businessman. It's like no, it's right like movie dojo. theaters or football fields. You know, it's like oh the uh, the green theater at at the the giant theater or like uh <laughs> the right dojo at the left dojo <laughs> the right dojo at big karate guy <laughs> kung fu guy kung fu guy <laughs> kung fu guy yeah i i think there should be like kind of like a a slumdog millionaire feel to it where like uh he's walking through the streets or the docks of uh san francisco and uh, and like everything he sees is just reminding him of of his sensei, kung fu guy. So he like he like sees he sees like a VHS of Tommy Boy, <laughs> and he sees like a like a '90s best of SNL DVD, and he's like, oh man, this makes me think about kung fu uh, guy. So when are we gonna introduce some? Uh, Asian representation into this movie that's very derivative of uh, Asian works. You should have thought about that before you said Tony Revolari. <laughs> it's it's set like, in San Francisco. It's like, why the fuck wasn't there's tons of Asian people in East San Francisco? Asian. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sorry that I've never been to San Francisco. You're probably right. So, like, I, th- I think like his memories of him and Kung Fu Guy are very like yeah you know in uh in like the karate kid where he's teaching him to like wax the car yeah and and he's like how is this anything like uh like taking karate lessons um it should be like that like he's having these flashbacks and he's like picking up dry cleaning for david spade and can we talk about wardrobe for just a second yeah how is David Spade dressed in these very flashbacks? loose robe? Um, yeah, he's got, but it's a bathrobe. Like, it's very clearly a bathrobe. <laughs> it's not a kimono yeah, absolutely. or anything. It's a bathrobe. He's got like bandages wrapped around his abdomen. Yeah, but it's because like he had his appendix removed like the week before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like he has to pick one of the things is he has to pick Kung Fu Guy up from the doctor. Yeah. And like he leaves and he's got the bandages on that he had on when yeah. he died. Like, there you go. Like the first half. Yeah, that's he it. He actually doesn't die by uh, like the injuries um, 
big karate inflicts on him aren't what kills him. It's that he missed his dialysis appointment because he's got to fill <laughs> because he's a, just a huge alcoholic. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just imagining like the autopsy coming back and it's like, well, he only broke a couple bones. Uh, the big problem he was he, be didn't, fine. he didn't get his kidneys filtered in time. You know, it's really weird that you brought him in. Like, he would have been fine, but you didn't tell us he was a diabetic. <laughs> uh, the doctors like can't find that out, I guess. Do- doctors hate him. Well, you know, this is the weird universe, doctors, so they might not be very competent. This is the karate universe. Yeah, karate universe. They're, they're more... This is how we kick yeah. off the karate cinematic universe. <laughs> well, you have to have, like, consent. You know, so, Well, we wanted to do blood work, but he was unconscious. And you're not next of kin. <laughs> Your last name isn't Guy. <laughs> so, Rocky, what were some of the, like, karate training montage ideas you had? Uh, like I said, picking up dry cleaning. Um, I want them to be even less involved than the karate kid was. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to be physical in any way. Like, uh, He's, like, playing chess with them, and he's like, Jason, like, Karate is kung fu is a lot like chess. It's like you have to know what your pieces do and what the best way to use them is. And Jason's like, like oh, sex. That's like that's really good. Yeah, like like sex. You have to know what your pieces do and when to use them. You know, you can't go in their balls blazing. Okay, so uh, I'm assuming like after we finish this little training montage, then it catches back up to the start of the movie pretty quickly when uh. Big karate uh, kills him or, you know, makes him late for his dialysis appointment. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, and that that kills him. Kills him by by trans... Well, maybe, like, maybe Kung Fu Guy doesn't have medical insurance. Well, it is America, so... Yeah, absolutely. He just runs a dojo. Like, he doesn't doesn't make a lot. I mean, he has one student. He he makes very little. (laughs) Can 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 there be multiple scenes in the the montage where uh, the main character is just paying off his bills, like he's just loaning money to Kung Fu guy? Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Oh, the final battle needs to be on the Golden Gate Bridge. Absolutely, there's no other choice. But yeah, he's like lying there bleeding. White suited Half Thor Bjornsson, aka Big Karate, has <laughs> left in his like giant limo. Um, which is also of white. Of course, he rides in a limo. It's a white. Which limo. is also white. Yeah, but it's a Hummer limo because a regular limo. Oh, for sure. No, he would have to lay sideways in a regular limo, which is a very funny visual. Can we include <laughs> that in the gag? <laughs> is him sliding into, or maybe he could go in through the sunroof. Yeah. Cool. What if he sits down and then his he head gets... just pops out of the sunroof? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a good visual gag. I like that one. He's like, I like the wind in my face. <laughs> he even says yeah. that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then Jason DePalma, who's been peeking through the, the crates that are in the alley, because all alleys have a ton of crates, wooden crates. The, which alley next to the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, and uh, and he's like, oh my god, Kung Fu Guy. And Kung Fu Guy's like, don't call an ambulance. <laughs> I don't have insurance. And... It- and Jason thinks it's because he's being stoic, but it's because he knows that they won't take him to his dialysis appointment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, and then uh, Kung Fu Guy dies and at the funeral, which has like Jason, the janitor for the, uh, for the dojo, and uh, like, I don't know, Kung Fu Guy's landlord because he's trying to get the last month of rent out of him those are the only people that are there and then like his like hot niece yeah no that's exactly yeah that's exactly his hot niece played by um i kind of was hoping i'm kind of hoping for an asian that's exactly where i was going rocky hold on uh played i totally forgot that david spade oh it wasn't like his blood relative by marriage, yeah, exactly. Through marriage. Uh, also, can can the janitor be an actual kung fu star? Who's like, oh, yes. I, I know a little bit. That's beautiful, Brian. I want to kiss you on the lips. Lana, Lana, Lana Condor, the chick from uh, All the Boys I've Loved Before. 
She's actually the the perfect the perfect age for that too. Yeah, she's twenty one. Uh, actually, Zach. Zach, that's a really good, uh, really good name you pulled out. What? She's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, yeah. Lana Condor. Also, that's Randonga. a badass name, Lana Condor. Like, she's yeah, yeah she's pretty cute. She'd be good. Ooh. Hold on. I think she'd be great. And then Could call I think Zach. the janitor should be Donnie Yen. Sorry, yeah, Donnie yeah, Yen. Sorry, and then. Uh, Danny Yen is Donnie Yen's like, sh- like lazy brother. <laughs> His lazy His brother budget. who like yeah, we can't budget. afford Donnie Yen, so we're getting Danny Yen. <laughs> That's perfect. And then uh, I don't know, maybe Jason's like, oh man, I-, I hadn't finished my training, or else I would I would avenge, avenge Kung Fu guy and uh, janitor guy. Yeah, and then who's uh, actually named janitor guy? G-A-I. janitor guy. He's like, oh, I know a little bit, and he teaches him the rest of of what he needs to needs to know to defeat mm-hmm. big karate. Mm-hmm. And very similar to the Karate Kid, Donnie Yen teaches Jason De Palma like a bunch of cleaning techniques <laughs> <laughs> that actually work. Can the janitor teach him actual karate? Yeah, I mean he he teaches them both. But yeah, the uh, Lana Condor. W- what's her character's name? Should the last name? No, remember Brian? He like accidentally changed his name to kung fu guy it wasn't his birth name <laughs> uh it'll be a uh, name or something like jackie judo jackie judo <laughs> jackie judo i like that or her name could be or it could be like tay like taylor <laughs> short for taylor tay kwando taylor kwando tay for sh- she goes by tay okay Let's do it. Okay. Just, yeah, yeah you're like, hey, I'm Taylor Kwando. You can call me Tay. Yeah. 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 Well, she wouldn't say her last name right away. I think she'd just she'd be like, hey, I'm Taylor. Call me Tay. And it's we always are like, we're never very set on how she's related to Kung Fu Guy. Like, we know she's his niece, but it's never like his brother's daughter or his sister's daughter yeah. or... She was adopted into the family, or yeah. Well, there's just things you don't need to explain, yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, and she's like secretly really good at the martial arts. Yeah, because she's related to Kung Fu Guy. Like yeah. she learned. And I think we should like really best. subvert things here and like, uh, Jason De Palma's getting his ass kicked, and like she saves him at the end or something. You know, strong women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, I think that I think that part of the joke is that I don't think that Kung Fu guy was actually that good at Kung Fu. So obviously, oh, absolutely so obviously not. Jason's. Do you think David Spade's good at Kung Fu? He's rich. He yeah, probably has do. time to learn Kung Fu. No, the richest people don't learn Kung Fu. Trust me. I don't trust you. Do you think Jeff Bezos knows Kung Fu? He's got plenty of time on his hands. He'll never. I absolutely, I absolutely believe Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, knows I bet Kung Bezos Fu. knows Kung Fu. <laughs> He sells the book on Kung Fu. Literally, yeah. He does. Like, Brian's technically correct. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That one took a minute to land, but I think it got there. (laughs) This is just a a little bit of Rocky laughing. (laughs) It wouldn't be an episode of Screenplay if we just didn't have, like, a minute long break of Rocky like <laughs> laughing after he gets a joke. I got it, but like like uh, I got it at the time. I, I want that known. I uh Yeah, it, I got it. It just kinda time. kept rattling around in my brain and really like you know how some the the best movies like get better when you watch them a second time. Which won't be the case with Armor. No, literally not. Not none no. of them. <laughs> well there's never gonna be a first time that well, that's that's watch true. It, so I mean, like the whole point is we're like writing really bad movies and pitching them to studios to try and make a quick buck. I'm totally writing down that Jeff Bezos joke. Oh my, my gosh! Bit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you just gonna be on stage? And Brian, do you want me to come to your one of your stand-up bits and like heckle you, and we can have like a whole like a roast pre-planned <laughs> heckle thing where like I just keep setting you up for sick burns? Maybe we'll see. Okay. Uh, sick burns, by the way, is one of Big Karate's henchman, and his face is half burnt. (laughs) (laughs) 
but he also has like a si- a really sick sideburns. He has yes. really sick sideburns. <laughs> yes, too. he does. And like very gelled up hair. And he is played by Sick Burns' suit. It's not white, only Big Karate wears white suits. So his suit is green. Yeah. Sick Burns wears Oh, did you say green? Yeah. Uh I was gonna say red, but we No, 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 no. We gotta throw him off. Throw him off the scent. Yeah, Sick Burns can be played by uh Rami Malik. Yeah. This is how this is how we have our like token minute of an episode where we're like, Can Rami Malik grow great sideburns? And you know, the you two guys are like, Hell yeah, you can. I am assuming he grew the Freddie Mercury mustache, so I Did can he assume it? he can I I would guess. I don't know. I mean there's probably some makeup work going on. Are you implying it was a Merkin? No, keep Rami Malik in mind. Okay. The other for sick burns option I want to present to you. I've got two more options for you. Mm-hmm. Tony Shaloub. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. Or DJ Khaled. <laughs> I would love any cameo I could get out of DJ Khaled. What if DJ Khaled is like Tony DJing Shaloub. the final battle? Or like there's an underground fight scene and like at an yeah. underground fighting ring and yeah, DJ absolutely. Khaled's DJing it. Have we established a motive for why Big Karate would kill a Kung Fu guy? Yeah, because Kung Fu guy was going to expose the underground fight fighting syndicate uh because okay. not because of moral reasons but because like he was like oh shit i can get some money yeah okay yeah that works uh i could buy okay. a new bathroom so we'll keep yeah we'll keep rami malik as uh sick burns anyways so yeah i think that's where the movie goes next is that uh tony revelory uh jason de palma figures out there you know the whole there's the underground fight club which like is literally underground Hmm. like he has to crawl through a sewer to get there it's like the shawshank redemption exactly like the shawshank redemption it's exactly exactly like the shawshank redemption and uh he gets there and uh there's some fights going on and big karate like he's looking for big karate but he can't find big karate but that's because Big Karate's already spotted him, and his goons grab uh, Jason De Palma, thro- bring him to a back room, and he's like, "All right, we can uh, we can kill you now, or you can fight for us." So he has to get in a fight mm-hmm. against Shia LaBeouf. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, no, okay. I, okay, well, if it's Shia LaBeouf, is he gonna? Is he gonna? Is he gonna beat Shia? And yeah, beat yeah. It's Shia, just like a one-off like fight. Use? Like it's a cameo, basically, for Shia. Okay, I'm fine with that. I just I don't want to introduce. No, no. Shia is in it as a cameo. Like it's a, he owes us. Okay, a, that would be good. He owes us okay, a good. Favor yes. Anyway, so like, yeah. But like Shia has been lifting, and he's also got like a like a very grizzly beard. Um, yeah, like he's under a yes, lot of makeup. Yes, too. like it's exactly. one of those things where like, yeah. He he looks he looks like he's in in elastic heart. Mm-hmm. Like he's like. Real crazy, real jacked, yeah. big beard. He's under a lot and of makeup, some him. prosthetics. And, it's one uh, of those things where, like, you're watching yeah. it and, like, maybe, like, 50% of the people catch it. And then, like, after the movie, you're outside the theater talking. And you're like, yeah, I, I think Shia LaBeouf was really great in that cameo. And somebody's like, what part? Shia LaBeouf was in Shia this? Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> yeah. What? It's very, I think okay. he's got one eye, by the way. Another... Like, there's a scar going through one of his eyes. So, like, and, yeah, we need to give the impression that, like, he has seen some shit and, like, he's kind of crazy. And he, and he can now see exactly half of the shit he <laughs> used. And too much shit. Too much shit for one Shia. Oh, and the, well, since we're in, like, this weird kung fu world, uh, there is, like, a rumor that like shia can see slightly into the future out of his blind eye and that's why he's such a good fighter is he can anticipate the movements. Mm-hmm. oh so uh, are we, we're adding mysticism because that yeah. is great i love we said that. we're in like some that weird kung good. fu world uh just assume there's been like minor mysticism sure, this whole time uh but we haven't yeah, we're just we, now we just scratching the surface in. because uh tony Re- you know kung fu guy was a really shitty teacher so like tony revelory didn't learn any of that but like all the other people know a bunch yeah, of yeah like uh stuff. laura condor like shoots an energy beam out of her hands at some point and he's like what the fuck like i think like somebody should be like oh like 
kung fu guy turned his back on those ways but it's just he didn't know them yeah <laughs> yeah 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 because we <laughs> kung Ooh, fu guy's a total okay, poser I, like that's yes okay i i have an idea actually that goes along with the zach i think you're feeling the same way i am like Kung Fu Guy is a total poser, and it's very apparent to the viewer, but everyone involved in this karate world thinks he was, like, this big, mysterious master. Oh, 100%. Like, he has some, like, weird reverence, like... Yeah, and he's just bullshitting his way through everything. (laughs) Everyone respects him. You know, the first time someone was like, oh, like, channel your chi into an energy beam, he was like, I don't believe in that. And (laughs) they're like... And, like, like wow. no, he was just saying it, like, I don't believe, like, that's physically possible. And then they're like, oh, this man's turned it. Like, this man <laughs> thinks he's he doesn't need He's shunned the world energy. that he grew yeah. up in. Yeah. He's, like, it must be, like, for a spiritual reason or something. He's above that. Uh, and, like, we learn all this, like, through flashbacks <laughs> yeah, okay. and, like, uh, you know, dialogue and stuff. Uh, it's I just I love the juxtaposition of like these serious, very powerful karate and kung fu masters who are like very reverent towards him, and yeah. then to us, it's very apparent that he's just an idiot. I want Shia LaBeouf to have a uh, giant back tattoo of like an oni, like a Japanese demon as well. Yeah, that would be dope. Or like yeah, a bat really or something cool. like that. Ooh, the first shot of him, the first shot of him, it's him from behind, and he's like getting ready to fight he's like breathing real heavy and then they like pull like a robe off yeah him and you can see the oni and he's yeah. just jacked he's huge and people are like who is this oh, guy sure. and it's shia and people are like oh my god yeah <laughs> but like we have to this. i'm going to like put this in brian de palma's notes i want like the shots of him to be from like a low angle so he just seems like enormous yeah he needs yeah, to out angle for sure right so tony revelori gets in the in the in the uh, ring with uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, who Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, uh, and he's just completely outclassed. And then, like, so yeah, Big Karate like doesn't even think he's worth killing at this point, and tosses him like just out on the street. And then this is where back into the sewer. Yeah, yeah, back into the sewer. <laughs> and this is where he starts to learn the martial arts from the janitor because the janitor's just like. You know, he's a janitor. He cleans things, so he's just like sweeping. He's cleaning up. Yeah, the he's sewer. he's sweeping around in the sewer, keeping it clean. If they treat you like shit, you must <laughs> clean them. Tay Kwando is like also in the the ring, like watching Jason De Palma get the shit beat yeah. out of him. And I don't, I don't know. She's like bringing around drinks or something like that, and she's kind of like peeking through the crowd, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I know that guy." Yeah. So then Jason wakes up like in kung fu guys dojo mm-hmm. it's sparkling clean yeah, yeah. by the way super clean now in the, the right the right, right dojo. <laughs> and the janitor is like getting ready to leave and jason's like hold on were you the one who saved me and he was like we're gonna have him speaking like very very like stereotypical like asian immigrant broken english he's like i just janitor i only clean <laughs> <laughs> and then uh uh Tony Revolori keeps pressing him and then finally like he just like snaps into perfect English. He's like, "Look, kid, I just don't want to fucking talk to you." <laughs> Listen, I get paid minimum wage. I mean, I'm not even sure I'm going to get paid cuz Kung Fu guy's dead. That's actually a good point. Uh, Who's paying? You know, we don't yeah, have to explain. We don't have to explain it at all. Well, obviously, I think the dojo got transferred to his next of kin, which was Taekwondo. But we don't find that out till the end. Yeah. When she's like because I, I, I just want to skip forward to the end. Well, yeah, the rest of the movie is a mo- training montage. Like half of this movie is like two different training montages. Yeah, there, there's a lot, lot of montage. No, I, I just meant okay. Just keep this in mind. Final scene, he has to fight Taekwondo in the dojo, and she's like, "This is my dojo now." Is that like a stinger? Like a post credit stinger or something or yeah yeah that could be i'm just like you know at the end of uh rocky three where they're like they're having like him and apollo are having the fight at the end and it kind of ding ding yeah it's exactly like that except with kung fu (laughs) so so yeah the janitor so he he jason has to like bag the janitor 
Yeah. And uh, all the janitor's like special techniques are named after cleaning products. He's got like Lysol Flash. Uh, yes. The Windex Wave. Yeah, the Windex Wave, the the Lemon Pledge Bomb. Uh, uh, Arm and Hammer. Arm and Hammer. That's good. Yeah. Mr. Clean Sweep. The Swiffer Swipe. The Swiffer Swipe. Ooh, I like that. Uh, the Ironing Board. That's not really a janitor thing. The that's, mop chop. Yeah, the mop chop. That's pretty good. The mop chop's good, Brian. I, I like ironing that. isn't a very janitor thing. Oh, so oh, I got it. So the reason uh, Big Karate was threatening uh, Kung Fu guy and made him late for his dialysis appointment, which killed him, was he was trying to get him to move out of his dojo so the left dojo could take over the right dojo and Big Karate could like expand its. Uh, you know, corporate karate dojos inside. <laughs> Maybe he had all the whole building. He owned the whole building except for that one yeah. dojo. And Kung Fu Guy held out, and he wanted to own the whole building so he could change the name to Big Karate Building. Yes. By the way, Big Karate doesn't. He doesn't practice like the soul of karate. You know, he he doesn't do it for the love of karate. No, he he does it because he likes money. Yeah, a lot of corporate interests and there. power. Uh, he knew. He knew. I mean, a he lot needs, of power. those are expensive. White suits are expensive, especially when you're beating the shit out of people and you keep getting blood on it. And he's really big. That's a lot of fabric. There's a lot of fabric, a lot of Absolutely, surface area right. for the blood to like get on. You know, I'd like to meet his tailor. Target. Yeah, it, uh, it it has to be very very sturdy because he's doing a lot of stretching and a lot of flips. Um, Zach, I think that should be part of it like part of his mystique like he's never once gotten blood on his white Ooh, suit i like that he's killed i like 94 that. people i like that rocky can we see him like punch somebody and there's like a drop of blood in a slow-mo scene where he dodges the, the yes the blood yes brian really really artfully can we also have a scene um, where yeah. uh half thor uh bjornson is also just like powerlifting in the white suit like he works out in it too <laughs> <laughs> that would be great <laughs> Oh, he just deadlifts an absurd amount wearing a white suit. <laughs> yeah, it's when uh, you know, don't give Brian any ideas. <laughs> Jason De Palma is, he's like, I gotta challenge Big Karate, and uh, he so he goes to the Big Karate's main dojo and like just walks in the left dojo. Yeah, the left dojo, and Big Karate's just deadlifting while he they're walks right in. next <laughs> and they're right next dead. to each other like he's about to leave the dojo and everybody's like wait you don't have to do this and he's like no i've got to and he like walks out <laughs> and he walks like 20 steps down and and big karate is deadlifting like 800 pounds in a white suit <laughs> he's like should not have come here and then he drops the weight, and it makes this really loud noise. Yeah. And then, you know, Tony Revolori's like, uh, I'm challenging you. Like, I need to avenge my master. And then Big Karate's just like, fine, meet me on the Golden Gate Bridge at dawn. And so the next day, he shows up. And, you know, Big Karate is not an honorable man. So Jason De Palma has to fight his way across the Golden Gate Bridge one opponent at a time. Oh my gosh, I love to it. To reach. Yeah, so karate. he fights Shia LaBeouf, he fights Sick Burns. Yes. Uh he fights like yes. a pair of like conjoined Siamese twins. Yes. He fights like a that sounds uh, He fights like a literal monkey at one point. Um <laughs> Just I think monkey. he needs to fight a guy named like Legs. Or like kicks or something like that, and who only uses kicks? Oh, I was thinking he only punches, but okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. I like it. All right, who's this guy? And it's then, misdirection. Tay Tay uh, is like, oh, his name's his name's Kicks. So I think you get the idea. And he's like, I think I do, and he goes up. And he gets punched in the face. Punched he's like, wait, right what? In the face. <laughs> he's his name's it's Legs. Beautiful. It's ironic. <laughs> or his name's Kicks. Whatever. It's like calling a big guy tiny. Uh, Sick Burns, by the way, is like the the penultimate guy right before. Uh, yeah, I think Shia and and then Sick should both be the two before Big Karate. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Shia would be the first one because it's like, oh, he got his ass kicked the last time he delved into this world, and then like sh- he kicked Shia's ass for, right off the bat, and it's like, oh, Tony Revolori is legit now. Okay, but, 
Yeah, I, I, Zach I, is okay Zach that. is, is on the same page I am with this. Okay, one. cool. Uh, that one's good. I like that. Then scratch with yeah. it. And then, uh, like at one point, there needs to be a cameo appearance by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, I think so. Like maybe he's in the crowd, like lining the Golden Gate Bridge, and he winks at Tony Rivolori. I don't know. I like it. We could do it. I think Tay needs to be on the bridge. Is she like? I don't want to. I don't want to have her be like held captive. No, she's not held captive, um, and she's also not a sidekick. I think there's like a tag team match at some point, and okay, she more or less she, wins. That, that they match. fight the Siamese twins together. Yeah, when they fight the Siamese twins, and also she helps. She like helps in the last fight against Big Karate. Yeah, I think so. Because like Big Kar- Big Karate's not an honorable man. No. Also, I think like Big Karate should just flat out like go Super Saiyan. Like we just rip off Super Saiyan. Oh and yeah. Half Thor Bjornsson <laughs> gets like an aura. He like starts glowing and turns blonde and. Uh yeah and uh, oh while they're fighting on the Golden Gate Bridge, gotcha, like gotcha. an a dragon like a you know chinese style dragon comes up out of san francisco bay and is just you know majestically like spiraling over the bridge <laughs> and like okay. and jason de palma is like the fuck they haven't seen a dragon in san francisco in like 900 years they're like it's the san francisco dragon it does this every wednesday why are you freaking out it's a big deal it's a very big deal i, I like this that would be wild. See, Zach and I went opposite ways with this because I was thinking like, oh, nobody's seen the dragon in 400 years. My, my thought was that like Tay was going to look at uh, a janitor and be like, like all confusing. He's like, eh, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> all right. I like your guys' direction better. We'll go with that direction. Um, how does uh, Jason De Palma, played by Tony Revolori, defeat Big Karate, played by Half Thor Bjornsson? Is there like a signature move he learned? From Kung Fu Guy. Like, maybe Kung Fu Guy taught him one real one thing. actual move. Yeah, one actual move. The entire move. time. And he uses that. Like, what would it be? Because I'm it imagining, be the like, David, like they've practicing this one move all the time. Like, it's the only move David Spade knows. And he's like, this will save your life, kid. One day. Uh, the move just makes your kidneys fail. <laughs> <laughs> It's called dialysis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. What? (laughs) Well, now we have to use that. (laughs) Oh no. Describe the move to me. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's kind of like the uh, five point palm exploding heart technique in Kill Bill Two, but uh, <laughs> with the kidneys. <laughs> oh no! And then I think there should be like like he hits him <laughs> in the kidney and <laughs> the kidney area, and. Um, and like you know how yeah that's uh, why I have to <laughs> you know how like some video that. games some video games and, uh, and movies like it'll be like a character getting punched and it'll like zoom in oh, like inside the body in. X-ray in yeah it should do that except like yeah with the kidneys so he just destroys Big Karate's kidneys I feel like that's giving David Spade way too much credit <laughs> he, he taught him this move. <laughs> No, this move was used on yeah. him. That's why he knows it. Yeah. That's why his kidneys are, are shot. Dialysis. <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> D-I-E. Alice. So, yeah, my, my thought is that the only reason he knows that move is it's the move that was used on him that <laughs> destroyed his kidneys. Yeah, yeah I think. That's, that's, my, that's, that's where my I was going with it, too, that. Brian. He was... Secretly working on a kidney restoration punch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait, wait. What if... Oh, no, no, and no. And died wait, just wait, before wait. he could oh, perfect it. Karate, uh, Big Karate knows the dialysis, and that's why <laughs> Kung Fu Guy's kidneys don't work, because he got wait, hit with it. Wait, wait. What if... What if Jason De Palma 
has figured out the live analysis <laughs> kidney <laughs> No, that's where I was going, Brian. <laughs> and he used he oh, okay, yeah, he, he uses gets dialysis hit with dialysis. Goes, but I'm going to and, save uh, you. Big karate's like, oh. your kidneys won't work now. And then he's like <laughs> he's like Kung Fu guy taught That's me dialogue. one thing before he left this world. That's dialogue. And it was live Alice's. <laughs> and he uses it on himself <laughs> to make his kidneys work again. And uh, <laughs> Half Thor Bjornsson's like, Nani? <laughs> Could I add something? Like, Taekwondo's grandma has kidney failure and goes to the dialysis machine. And so she sees him use it in this fight, and she's like, oh my gosh. The, apparently, dialysis is a very common thing in this Can universe. Can we make sure, like, at the end of the credits, there's a little note from, like, the American Kidney Association or something? Yeah, absolutely. Kidney failure is not a joke. Dialysis is de- uh, serious. Kind of is, apparently. No, but the the live Alice's can only work under like the presence of the sacred San Francisco dragon. That was the missing like the missing key to the. To That's like oddly specific. Um, well, look, you can't just go around like healing and giving the pa- giving. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, because then you'd be Jesus. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, Jesus knew kung fu. We, there's nothing in the um, Bible that disproves that. Absolutely not. Uh, so I think that like I don't know maybe the dragon just has so much like chi inside of him that like this livalysis move it it, it kind of gathers in the chi in the air and uh so it's not like you need the dragon you just need a large amount of chi to be yes present. and while uh big karate is distracted by this like miraculous maneuver taekwondo like hits him with with a a, a big old attack her famous attack which we will think of eventually banana split all her uh all her all her moves are dessert themed. We never mentioned that, but all of her moves are dessert themed. The banana split, yeah, the Rocky Road, the uh, Boston cream pie, the chocolate, ch- the chocolate chop, <laughs> the chocolate chop. That's a good one. The uh, apple turnover. I don't even. The apple turnover was that like a pile driver? Uh, it's like when some. It's used for when somebody pins her down and then she like flips them and reverses the situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, so it's it's the Black Widow yeah. hip throw kind of thing. Um, so okay, so he uses Livalysis. Where where do we go from here? What's what's the the end when game? Big, is Big Karate killed or is he like arrested? I think it'd be funnier if he's arrested. Like the police show up and they're like, "Hey, like you can't block the Golden Gate Bridge." Like <laughs> <laughs> that's why he gets yeah. arrested. This, like, this you is cannot very do this. illegal. Yeah, wanton endangerment. Um, they get him on very petty charges, yeah. and it, like, but he gets he gets taken off, and they're all like, "Well, I guess that's it," because you know, lawyers' fees are so outrageous in in San Fran. So, <laughs> in karate, San. Well, you know, it also leaves room for him to come back in the sequel. So, yeah, we got to set ourselves up for a, a nice sequel. Big karate too. Okay, I think, I think that's the movie. Do we have anything else? So he gets arrested. Um, do Tay and Jason end up having any kind of love interest, or are they just friends? No, I think they should just be friends. I agree. But, like, I think there should be, like, a little, like, will they, won't they in there? Yeah, I, I want this movie to pass the Bechdel test, even though we're probably failing it hard right now. But uh, I think we fail in all of our movies. But, yeah, just as- for the purpose of the Bechdel test, just assume that every woman we have in one of our movies is talking to another woman about not a man. Well, about karate, obviously. Yeah, exactly. There we go. They're talking about karate. Now, granted, we didn't mention another woman. We only mentioned one woman, but no, the Siamese twins were women. So she's talking to them about karate. Maybe. Oh, we also mentioned her grandma, who has kidney failure. Um, That's true. And I said uh, karate guy's landlord was at the funeral, and that could have been a woman. It doesn't have to, you know. Are we J.K. Rowling this movie already? Look, Karate Guy was very into autoerotic asphyxiation, and little like, did you that's know, okay. the Karate Guy was a cock destroyer. <laughs> yeah, that was one of his moves that he knew. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we're not J.K. Rowling. This we're uh, we're just kind of going back and you know fill in the cracks that we kind of. Well, funny that you should over. mention that because J.K. Rowling also likes to talk about filling in cracks. 
Yeah, and then and then uh, you know, the dragon goes back into San Francisco Bay, uh, not to be seen for like another two weeks. Does does he take over the dojo, the right dojo? He he's like, yeah, I'm gonna do that, and no, then Taekwondo, Taekwondo is like, takes it you, over. like no, you're not qualified. <laughs> like, yeah, you beat you beat big karate, but he kind of he just went to jail. Like, you're not that good. So does she take over as the as the instructor? No, I think janitor does. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. a better one. Yeah. You're telling me he doesn't just love cleaning. He doesn't do it for the love of the game. Actually, he's a retired uh, kung fu master who just cleans because he likes to keep busy. It's very zen. That's yeah. true. It is. It's probably the most zen thing I've ever heard. Cleaning a dojo. Yeah. All right. So that's the kung fu movie. Uh, what do we? What do we? So it's called Big Karate. The name is Big Karate. Uh, I think there needs to be like a colon in it, like the fight against Big Karate. Could it be Kung Fu Guy? The fight against Big Karate, yeah, and then we, yeah, but we Kung Fu Guy dies in the at first. The, five well, minutes. at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, Jason De Palma becomes the Kung Fu Guy. He changes his name to Kung Fu. Yes, guy. he changes his no, name but to it, Kung Fu. Is this guy. a Dread Pirates Roberts situation? <laughs> yes, 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 it is. So we can have multiple people being Kung Fu Guy. We can have a whole series of Kung Fu Guy. Okay, so what if we set up like a potential sequel where? When uh, Taekwondo is like, hey, like, you're not able to run this dojo. And he's like, yeah, I guess I'll just like leave town. And she's like, where are you going to go? He's like, only the greatest like martial arts capital of the world, Vancouver. <laughs> Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. Ooh, I like that, Brian. Orlando, Florida. <laughs> There's a lot of karate in Epcot, you know. <laughs> it's a small world after all. Yeah, that, but that, you know, that's just a little setup for if uh, our film makes enough movie for a sequel. Uh, uh, that's it. We've got a setup for that's an it. entire that's film it. franchise. I, I We've think got so. The, the yeah. casting, we have the plot. We need like a really good like main. Well, you, we said we wanted a main song, right? You know, like. We're gonna get well, Rocky Rocky three has uh Eye of the Tiger, uh Rocky Four has Hearts on Fire, the new James Bond movie has Banging on Glass. <laughs> yep. Uh featuring twice. Uh yeah, childish Gambino featuring twice. Um so so we need to to have some sort of, of music. What what style are we looking at? Do I kinda want an Asian inspired hip hop kind of vibe. How about Childish Gambino featuring twice? How about twice featuring Childish Gambino? Okay. Yeah, you know, it's like Quid pro quo. Or we could do like another K-pop group and another hip-hop artist. Girls' uh, Generation featuring Logic. Blackpink and... I, I, uh, I think we need somebody like Chinese instead of Korean. Yeah, bro. Do you know any Chinese pop stars? I literally... This is going to shock you guys. I do not. I don't know. Let's say it's something like Ludacris and... Perfect. And Maria Takeuchi. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Luke that would Chris slap. That would be so good. I don't know how it would work. Uh, Tatsuro Yamashita is playing guitar, too. Well, yeah. Of course. Yeah, they're a package deal. They're husband and wife. All right, we've 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 got a movie. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Screenplayed. Uh, get ready for this movie to <laughs> hit theaters near you. Uh, this is... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was thinking of the name, Big Karate Guy. No, it's Kung Fu. The Kung, <laughs> Kung Fu Guy. <laughs> Kung Fu Guy, the fight against Big Karate or something. Like, or like Kung Fu Guy versus Big Karate. Uh, thank you to listening to our show today. Thank you to the Young Romantics for the theme music. And all right, everybody, get ready for... Bah! What? I'm I'm sorry. I like got a little <laughs> tongue tied. Get ready for blah. <laughs> Kung Fu guy, the battle against big karate. I'm Chris Rocky. I'm Brian Lee, and I'm Zach Woodridge. And action. Yeah.